Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Krops. Hey, good morning, everybody. What a gorgeous summer day, a hot summer day. Yeah, and yeah, if you haven't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm laughing, folks. I just I just saw this this headline on the Liberty Daily. You got to love Congressman Matt Gates from Florida for just saying what everybody thinks. I'll get to that in a moment. Anyway, it is a, is a wonderful day to be spending an hour with you here on Political Coffee. Hope that you can stick with us through the entire show today. The number to call if you want to comment on any of the, you know, the things that we're talking about that I'm going to talk about in a moment. Number to call is 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buick GMC talk line. Or you can just shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Dot news. Let me ask you something. Is tolling a way to force you off of the roads? My old buddy, Elvis Clark, Elvis slash Bob Clark, uh, has an opinion piece in the... Um, Clackamas Review, which is one of the pamphlet newspapers. Now, whether we're, you know, whether any Mid Valley roads are told or not, I don't know. Probably not. It's mostly going to be in the Portland metro area first. But what's interesting is that Elvis, Bob Clark, is saying that the appointees, people are going to be appointed to the rate setting committee. These are the people enabled by law, by the way, a law that Betsy Johnson voted for that she says was a mistake, and it was. These are political appointees. They're going to set the rates that you and I pay, not the political leaders that you elected. So here's the question. Are they Simply going, is their goal to price as many of us off the roads as possible? And who does that hurt? Does it hurt the lower income people that are driving the $500 cars? That are working minimum wage jobs, which today is not really minimum wage because of the need for, you know, labor. Is this rate setting committee? of people who are appointed, none of them are elected, is their purpose ultimately to price us off the roads? Hmm. And to 
So how would we get around? Well, as Bob points out, to coerce us into riding a failing and a slow-moving public transit system that's incapable of ever providing the mobility that individual automobiles are able to do. Now, there's other things going on, including the new Oregon governor's debates, the first one starting here on July 29th. Tina Kotek, Christine Drazen, and Betsy Johnson. It'll be the Oregon Newspaper Publishers Association debate. It'll be streamed live by the Oregonian. It starts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on the 29th. Now, I might just be listening or watching, just depending on what I'm doing. And yes, I, I have not... Um, <laughs> yesterday I told you... You know, I'm, I'm in my harvest season. For those of you who don't know, I'm a fifth-generation Oregon farmer right here in the Willamette Valley. Live on the farm. I farm, took over my father's farm after he passed away. I am not harvesting crops right now because Saturday night, the sidewall blew out on my combine tire, one of my big combine tires, which is only three and a half years old. It's not repairable as i found out yesterday morning after i got off the air it is not repairable i have to buy a new tire it's only four thousand two hundred and fifty dollars for the tire then it has to get mounted which is no small thing because it is a big tire fortunately the great Les Schwab dealership that I deal with that I have for 35 years in Junction City is very capable of doing this kind of thing. They do it all the time. At any rate, um, I hope that I am, I hope I'm in a combine cab finishing getting in my crop because I'm only harvested about 50% of the way here. Anyway, I'm stuck uh, till Wednesday evening, folks, because the tire, the new tire doesn't come in until um, Wednesday at noon or so. Anyway, maybe I'll be listening or watching the candidates' debate. Now, here's Christine Drazen has a new TV ad. Last night I was having dinner with a friend of mine, buddy of mine, and we were watching this on the, the sound was off. And so I'm just looking at the imagery of the ad. And, you know, the Oregon Catalyst article says this new TV ad by Christine Drazen hits Kotech and Johnson on the sales tax. That's the hidden sales tax. It's another thing that Betsy said was a mistake. So what those of you who hear Betsy, and hopefully we'll have her on the air, she is going to be at the executive club on uh, August the 4th. That's a Thursday night up in Portland at the Portland Airport Shiloh Inn. It's a group that I uh, co-host She's going to be there then. And it's a pretty good ad, just looking at the imagery of it. I, I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but it's really, it's an ad that tries to do too many things. It really does. And this is a common mistake that people make. Now, it, it does show imagery, especially of the murderers that Kate Brown has released. That's powerful. And it's something that I've advocated for for a long time. Now, it's different on radio. On radio, we have to do that differently because we're trying to paint a picture for you. 
So in radio, we, we try to emotionalize the ad in different ways so that it, it you're driving or you're listening on a podcast, you may be doing other things, you are not watching the ad on TV or you're not seeing it on the internet. So we have to create a greater impact. And so then you that's how you emotionalize the ad. On TV, it's easier to do it because you're showing the picture of rioting in downtown Portland. And they do that in this, this Drazen ad. And I think it's a pretty good ad. I think it gets the, the, the most powerful parts of the ad are not the hidden sales tax because she doesn't draw the nexus that voters need to just get. And you know what that is? Things like hidden sales taxes, things like the radical policies of Tina Kotek and Kate Brown in regards to energy, in regards to tolling, increase your cost of living. In fact, there is a great, another um, Oregon Catalyst article that has a great visual, and it is, why is the cost of living soaring in mostly liberal states? Now, as you know, this is one of the things that I tell you, that I suggest to you is how you can change your world one person at a time. That's having those persuadable conversations with persuadable people talking about the high cost of living. And you could, you could ask a question like, why is it that the cost of living is soaring in mostly liberal states? Why? Why is that? Now, if you look at the map, that's in this Oregon Catalyst article, it's pretty obvious. Now, the one standout for me is New Hampshire, which is less liberal, and Maine, which is less liberal, because they're New England states. But, I mean, they, they're all the way down, all the New England states. But also on the West Coast. What's interesting is the middle of the country, it ain't. The cost of living is not the cost, the composite cost of living index. And this is from the first quarter of this year. Now, the standout here is Arizona, which is on the map. But predictably, it is the left coast. Washington, Oregon, and California. But not Nevada, not Idaho, not Montana, not Utah, not even, yeah, arguably most liberal Colorado. By the way, speaking of Colorado, you have an opportunity, and I am going to be a part of this opportunity, to give some money to the Colorado um, County Clerk, Tina Peters, that Dr. Frank talked about. She's the one who exposed the Dominion voting machine's fraud. She was the Mesa County clerk. She didn't believe that the counting machine, that the Dominion machines were changing the votes until she saw it, the evidence of it, with her own eyes. Dr. Frank was a part of it. She's also a gold star mother, by the way, sadly. Lost her son in combat. She just lost the primary race in the Republican Party for the Secretary of State of Colorado. She's challenging that 
because she's the one who exposed Dominion. And the truly the rhino who beat her, nobody had heard about. This woman had no money. And all of a sudden, by 30 points, she comes from behind. This rhino who won comes from behind by 30 points to beat Tina Peters. Tina Peters is challenging it. She has to raise $200,000 in 24 hours. That ends today. I'm going to give her some money. I hope you do too. I will have this link, this Zuckerberg CTCL candidate, Republican, came out of nowhere. Yes. CTCL, that has been central as Mark Zuckerberg in his $400 million in creating the vote fraud that Dr. Frank and others, including in Wisconsin, which now has had three state legislators coming out and calling for the decertification of the 2020 election results. That's CTCL funded. This woman who came out of nowhere to beat Tina Peters, she was down by 35%, folks with no money and spending no money. How's that possible? All of this is what we're going to be discussing on September 3rd. Anyway, lots to talk about today, including the gun ban ballot that you can make comments on. IP-17, that hurts people from authority. Talk about that, lots of other things. When we come back, don't go away. 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 22 minutes past the top of the hour. By the way, if you hadn't noticed, a little warm out there. It's supposed to be 101 today. A great reason for you to call Freedom Heating and Air. Because... Maybe you're not doing too well in the heat at home because you don't have an air conditioning system that's keeping up. Or maybe it ain't working at all. You really, especially if it died yesterday. And this and this happens, right? <laughs> it's just, you know, like combine tires, right? That, that sidewalls split out on a three-and-a-half-year-old combine tire that ought to be good for 50 years. <laughs> Things happen. Maybe your air conditioning system shut down yesterday. This is a great reason for you to call Freedom Heating and Air today. Because their emergency services is one of the things that they have built their reputation on. It's a sterling reputation. Freedom Heating and Air. Call them at 503-580-1456. They will come out. They'll assess your problem. They'll get it fixed for you right away. They're going to work in the heat to make you more comfortable. Freedom Heating and Air, 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. 
You can go to Tina Peters. She is the Mesa County clerk that is featured in the upcoming movie Selection Code. Now, this movie is Mike Lindell's doing, and Dr. Frank is a big part of it. We're maybe going to be broadcasting from the premiere of this movie down in Springfield, Missouri, which is where I am going uh, in the latter part of August to be a part of this. This is important, folks. Election integrity is everything. This is why we cannot allow what, what the Biden regime is doing right now. There's this story in the Gateway Pundit about how they're planning to give ID cards to the millions of illegal aliens who have invaded this country since Joe Biden has been president. And you know what that is? That's one step closer to what their goal is. To then to allow all the citizens, as Oregon describes them, the residents, not the legal, not legally, constitutionally able to vote because they're not citizens, but they call them citizens because they're residents, to allow these millions of illegal aliens ultimately to be allowed to vote. Now, the defeat of a measure, a rule passed in New York City by a federal judge striking it down, saying, no, you can't do it, it's against the Constitution. Or was it, it was the Supreme Court, I think, of New York State, which is very liberal, like Oregon's, said it's against New York's Constitution, you can't do it. You can't let illegal aliens vote. They're, they are, this is where they're headed, folks, and you know it here in Oregon. That's what Kate Brown wants. That's what Tina Kotek wants to allow the illegals to vote. People like Tina Peters, featured in the movie Selection Code, are standing watch over you. So why don't you, she's got to raise $200,000 to force the recount. She knows how to find, she already has evidence that this election was stolen. I'm going to donate to her today. I hope that you will also. This is just incredibly important. She is featured prominently in this movie, Selection Code. We're going to be showing it, at least the movie trailer, which you can watch, which I already have. If you haven't watched it, just go to selectioncode.com. You can see it. Laura Logan. The famed uh, CBS reporter, which is now on, on Fox Digital, she's the one producing this, along with Mike Lindell. This is about the evidence of what Tina Peters in Colorado uncovered. I'd love to see, I'd love to see Dominion voting machines stop this movie from being, and, and Mike Lindell's going to release it, folks, for free. This is what this amazing man is. By the way, and I'm, I'm not getting paid to do this. I just, I mean, I've slept on a MyPillow for, well, maybe 12 years. A long time. Love them. They're everything as advertised. Best pillow I've ever slept on. I also just bought a pair of those MyPillow slippers. Actually, my mother bought them for me. Thank you, Mom. And they're fantastic. <laughs> That's the, and 
And then I'm hearing from people that have bought the sheets. They're incredible sheets. Now Mike Lindell's got coffee. He's got all of these other products that are in the My Store where entrepreneurs can get their products out there. And he has Mike, he has frankspeech.com and Lindell TV. These are great vehicles that Mike Lindell, because he is a man who went from a meth addict with his business, an incredible story from CE, from meth addict to CEO. This man is doing everything he can to ensure the future of this country in fair elections, in elections that are not decided by the people, as Rich says, who are selecting the winners to computerized vote counting system, which I might remind you, our Oregon Attorney General, Ellen Rosenblum, a leftist, has said these vote tabulation machines can be hacked wirelessly. She said it in a court fight. They're not supposed to be connected to the internet. How's that possible? Time to go back to paper about. Lots to talk about. I haven't even scratched the surface. What do you think of it all? Back in a moment, it is 630. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes before the top of the hour. I know I teased you with this, and I'm sorry I haven't followed through with it. I'm going to do that in a momento. What did Matt Gates say? Well, he said something that we're all sort of thinking. And it has to do with the abortion protests. This is how you respond to the leftist media. This is very... Trumpian, and frankly, this is very Betsy Johnson. It ain't Christine Drazen. And I'll get to the racist pieces of IP17 that we're, you know, this is the gun control measure that we're going to be voting on this fall. Yeah. Friends, I got to remind you, if you're looking for pain relief, You really ought to try CBD, but not just any CBD. That CBD that is grown in Oregon because it is the highest quality there is. And there is, folks. I know, because you know, I grew CBD for one year and I sold it to this company, ProBioscience. They're based in Salem. They use only Oregon-grown CBD. And as a grower, I will tell you, the standards of quality that I had to meet under Oregon standards are the toughest in the nation, by far. A little too tough in my estimation, but they are what they are. This ought to give you great confidence that you are getting the highest quality CBD product there is. This is not CBD product made from Chinese 
yes, Chinese isolate, which is nothing more than CBD that gets dried and crystallized and then reconstituted in liquid form or in creams or whatever that comes from China. Who knows what they have in that stuff, right? This is Oregon-grown CBD, and you get it from a Salem-based company, ProBioscience. You can buy it online. Great products. Like the product that I use, the Butter Salve, which is really helpful when I have these aches and pains, just because I'm a little older and I stupidly did dumb things when I was younger and I have <laughs> injuries to my body I get to deal with. That Butter Salve is amazing. Some of you use it. You've tried it. You know how well. In fact, some of you have. I know that one particular gentleman, elderly, who um, has listened to this show for many years, he told gave me a hint. He said, if you warm it up or put a, a warm heating pad on it, it works even better. You can buy all of that online at a discount, a 15% discount. If you go to Hemp and cbdoutlet.com. It's all one word. Hemp and cbdoutlet.com. Use the discount code SUMMER for the month of July. And you get 15% off. The discount code is SUMMER. Hemp and cbdoutlet.com. So what did Matt Gates say? It's got me and everybody else chuckling. But it's indicative of how a candidate with biased liberal reporters ought to be responding. He was at an event, and he had made a comment over the weekend criticizing women who attend pro-abortion women rallies. He was at the Turning Point USA event where Donald Trump spoke. Here's what he said, quote, why is it that women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions? Unquote. Quote, again, nobody wants to impregnate you if you look like a thumb. Unquote. And then there's a picture, yeah, of protesting abortion women outside of the Supreme Court. He then continued to say, quote, these people are odious. They're like five foot two, 350 pounds, and they're like, give me my abortion, unquote. <laughs> so, of course, he's immediately attacked by the left for his disgusting and misogynistic comments. So a reporter confronts him. And the reporter asked this question. Is it safe to say that based off your comments, you're suggesting that these women at these abortion rallies are ugly and overweight? And he says, yes. <laughs> and then the reporter says, what do you say to people who think these comments are offensive? He says, be offended. <laughs> Um, you know, I rarely see at these abortion rallies, uh, to his point, women that are beautifully made up, who take care of themselves, who are elegant, who are women, who are feminine, 
you see maybe a few, but most of them are not. Matt Gates said everything that most of us kind of intuitively think. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Lost to talk about Christine Drazen's new TV ad is pretty good, except it does too many things and it loses its power on the issues that really matter. She doesn't draw the, doesn't connect the dots, if you will, between the hidden sales tax and how that impacts people's lives. She doesn't stay on the subject of the criminals, the murderers that Kate Brown has released long enough, although she she does a decent job with that. This is a common mistake that these political consultants make regularly. They try to do too many things in one TV commercial. I will tell you that Betsy's commercials, the, the two that I saw last night playing on the same TV station during the evening newscast, because I have time to go to dinner, because my combine tires blew out. Yeah, I'm laughing about it. Bless the Lord. It's just his will. What the heck? Anyway. The Betsy Johnson ads, each of them were different. They were shorter ads. This this Christine Drazen ad is about a minute long, which is a very long ad for TV. It's too long, in my opinion. Betsy's ads were 30-second ads. Each one of Betsy's ads were focused on one subject. That's what they need to be. That's more impactful, even though I didn't think they were as hard-hitting. She'll get that way because that's who she is. This debate coming up on the 29th, I'm, you know, my folks, I'm going to tell you that Christine Drazen is going to fall flat on her face. That's my prediction. Maybe I'm wrong. If I am also the story about tolling of the people appointed, unelected appointees are going to decide how much it, they're going to increase your cost of living. If you're going to drive on a toll road coming in Oregon, these roads we've already paid for, which Betsy has said she voted for that, it was wrong. She could take that vote back. And as a governor, we'll see. She had better. The hidden sales tax, she also voted for that. Yes, I know. She was a Democrat. She had to do that stuff. But I'm telling you, let's see if... She follows through. The only way you'll know is if she gets elected, if you vote for her. Anyway, ODOT's going to price us off the roads. This group of uh, political appointees are going to make the tolling costs so high that the, they price the poor people, especially off the roads. Now, I, I got to go to the phones. I've been remiss, and uh, I want to get to this Oregon Firearms Federation piece about how you can make comment to the criminal Oregon Criminal Justice Commission about how this measure hurts minorities. And boy, does it ever. Let's go to the phones. We'll talk to Kathy. Kathy, thanks for hanging on while I'm bloviating. Good morning. Can, Good morning. can I make a comment about yes. voting this November? There's something that keeps ringing in my ears is... Um, a couple of 
weeks ago, maybe it was three, I don't know, but Nancy Pelosi was um, at a press conference, one of her own press conferences, and a reporter asked her about um, losing the house, and she looked at him and she says, we have no intention of losing the house. And she was very serious and... um, yeah, she, she doesn't because the fix will be in, just like what happened in Colorado, the Dominion voting machines. And it wasn't just Tina Peters, by the way, Kathy, is another congressional candidate, Republican, who was way ahead in the polls. The conservative MAGA Trump endorsed guy was way ahead of the polls. And all of a sudden, the rhino again and somebody else with no name ID comes from behind and beats him. That's Dominion. That's vote fraud. That's election fraud. That's what she's we, referring to. Yeah. Something's got to happen before November. I mean, this is scary. It is scary, and this is what we're going to be talking about, and this is what Mike Lindell's Selection Code movie is all about. It's going to be released on the 20th of August. I'm going to be there hopefully broadcasting live Saturday and Sunday, the 20th and 21st of August from Springfield, Missouri. This is what we're going to be talking about in Oregon at the Gathering of the Eagles at the Ames Ranch on September the 3rd. This very thing, because it is scary. That's why we got to get to the bottom of it. Thank you, Kathy. Great question. You are right to think the way you are. Back in a moment at 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Corby says, uh, I don't think uh, illegals are coming over the border for Democrat votes. They're bringing them over to run drugs and human sex trafficking reasons. They're being groomed and armed for the government's own personal army. It's an invasion. They don't need them to vote. They've proven they can manipulate the voting system to select whoever they want and get away with it. I don't think they need the voters. Hmm. That's an interesting perspective. By the way, over the break, it's simple and easy. I gave $100 to Tina Peters. I want to challenge you to do the thing. She is the Colorado Mesa County clerk, an elected official who is featured in the selection code movie. She blew the lid off, but Dominion, how Dominion voting machines is literally illegally, unconstitutionally, by the way, illegally manipulating the vote. She has the data to prove it. Now they just stole the Republican nomination from her and a Donald Trump endorsed congressional candidate, another person. Anyway, I just gave her a hundred bucks. She has to do us a recount, cost her $200,000. 
I just gave her a hundred bucks. It's really simple and it's easy. It's secure. You can do it too. Just go to Tina Peters for Colorado.com. I'm serious. I challenge you to do that. Tina Peters for Colorado.com. Got a text message from my friend Anne Marie says motion. Most abortion advocate protesters are ugly. Even most of we truly feminine women think the same. You can quote me on that. So I am. And she had some postscript. By the way, you know, the men at these rallies, these protesters, they don't look so good either. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Matt writes me an email. By the way, send me an email. It's Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Fuel being rationed in Sri Lanka, where they've just had a revolution, is the fuel is being rationed and they're using the COVID lockdown QR codes. Matt writes, anything is possible, especially as long as real American people are asleep at the wheel. But Sri Lankans aren't an armed, protected people to start with. No nation on earth has what our founders gave us. Obviously, we would lose it if we don't wake the frig up. And that gets me to the Oregon firearms gun ban that we're going to be. You can, and I'll have this on the, sh the show plan. You can make comment to the Oregon Criminal Justice Commission. They need to hear from the public about how this ballot measure will put potentially impact different racial communities. You should not take the position on the ballot measure itself or make statements opposing. We can do that on the ballot in the voters pamphlet. But what's needed are the points about how this measure is sure to be massively negative to minority communities. And I'll get into that in just a quick moment. But I got to go to the phones, to the Power Buke GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Let's talk to Art. Hot, 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 Jeff. <clears throat> I, wanted yeah. to make a, uh, <laughs> I wanted to make a comment uh, about, uh, you know, you were talking about Christine's ad and Betsy Johnson uh, saying, oh, that was a mistake, oh, that was a mistake. Um, you know, and on Betsy's side, she was a Democrat. Politics, you have caucuses, and pretty much uh, on the Democrat side, they basically tell you how you're going to vote. Otherwise, you're not going to be in office very long. So That's true. That's true. For, yep. Right. So for Betsy to keep saying, I made a mistake, I made a mistake. No, she was a member of the Democratic Party and voted uh, on things that they wanted as whole, including the governor, wanted passed. So she left the party, and now what she needs to do is say, hey, this is Betsy Johnson now. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to talk about the past because I was a member of the Democratic Party. You know what I'm saying, Jeff? Because yeah, no, I, I, I do. I, I just think it's refreshing because nobody says you don't hear Christine Drazen saying that any of her anti-cop votes were a mistake. She justifies them. No anti-cop votes. If you stack up 
Christine Drazen's voting record with Tina Kotek, mm-hmm. you'd be shocked, folks. You'd oh, be yeah. shocked how much Christine Drazen voted with Tina Kotek. The boys on yeah. tampons, you know, you know, tampons and boys' bathroom bill. Christine exactly. voted for that. Betsy voted exactly. against it. Exactly. And so Betsy needs to be proactive and say, hey, I left the Republican Party. I left the Democratic Party. We've been heading in the wrong directions, actually, with both parties because they haven't been worth a dang. And this is what I'm going, I plan to do for the state to make it better. And and that way, people are are going to accept that. I don't want to keep her hearing her say I made mistakes because I know she was. Yeah, you know, I, I, I know what you're saying, and and, and I agree with you it, at least in part. I think she should say, "Look, I made a mistake. I'm going to fix that." But she's got to start talking proactively about what she's going to do to fix the problems that everybody knows we have the mess that Kate Brown and Tina Tent City Kotek have left us. Betsy's got to come out with positive ideas, how she's going to fix that. I think that's the right thing to do. You're right. You're on the right track. Art, thank you. Got to let you go because this Oregon Firearms Federation piece, folks, that how you can make comment to the Oregon criminal justice decision, how this anti-gun measure that's going to be on the ballot, how it hurts minorities. You need to read this. It requires that minorities, low-income urban residents, if they want to buy a gun, to have to go attend classes. What if the cops don't choose to offer the class? Well, then they got to go drive somewhere. And it goes on and on and on. It requires multiple background checks. If you're a minority, if you want to get a gun to protect you and your family from the gangbangers, this is a great piece. I'm going to have it on the show plan at kslm.news. Dale writes me a text message about if Pelosi actually believes that who knows what she believes about not losing the house, then what does she know that she's that we don't? And then he said, I'd rather hear about the evil of Kotech than scrambling to find virtue in Betsy. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's I got to say, Dale, you're right, at least about the negatives impact us more than the positives do. But yet you still have to have some hope. Some hope that the person you're electing who is not a savior, none of these women are your savior. That's entirely somebody else. That's Jesus. And they're not going to save us. But maybe one of them is going to have the courage to stand up and do the right thing to stop this state from going down the drain and taking your liberty with it. Thanks for joining me today, folks. Sorry for my passion at the end. That's too bad. It's who I am. Join me tomorrow.